This is Amazed by God, brought to you by Through God's Library. We bring you stories of faith and God's goodness shared by people like you. I pray we build and encourage your faith. If you have a story to tell, please let us know by contacting us through our website at amazedbygod.com. We would love to help you share it with the world. While you're there, check out our other ministries. And if you would like to support the work God is doing through us, you can find the details on our website or go to patreon.com forward slash Mark Now here's your host, Mark, with a story of faith. Hello and welcome, welcome to Amazed by God, brought to you by Through God's Library. This is your host, Mark Stitchin, and with me today is Scott Magdalene. How's it going today? Hey, it's going good. <laughs> Glad to be here. Uh, so uh, we, we, were, we were chatting at one point. I saw that you had, had said something about, about your life in, in the Youth Pastors group, and I'd asked you to be on the podcast. How long have you been a part of like, the Youth Pastors group? Probably two years, maybe, um, in that in that group on Facebook. Have you been a youth pastor for a while? Are you still a youth pastor? Because I know some people when they're like me was a youth pastor for eight years and you know planted a church and now do other ministries. But my heart's still with the youth. Yeah, no, no, I'm actually not a youth pastor. I haven't been a youth pastor since I was in college. I mean, I did do some college ministry in the last few years, but. I haven't been a youth pastor for a real long time. The The big upside is that I get to interact with youth pastors there. Um, and I run a company that uh, we build software for churches, and we have a lot of youth pastors that use our software. So I try to stay up to date with what software, what youth pastors are talking about, what they need, so that we can serve youth pastors well. That's awesome. Um, uh, do you mind saying the company name? Sure, not at all. It's, the company's called Serve HQ, and uh, we build software products for training and communication. Our training software is designed for like volunteer training or new member training or believer training, that kind of stuff. You can do it online with our video courses. Um, and then we have a communication tool called Huddle Up that makes um, communication with, with, between adults and minors or between different members of opposite sexes, uh, makes all of that safe and accountable without having to sacrifice efficiency and, you know, modern communication tools. So we, 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 churches are using it to replace Slack or to replace regular email or text messaging because there's no real good accountability with those. Oh, that, that sounds interesting. I, I, I learned something new right here on the podcast, people. Yeah. Um, uh, what's the what's the website of how we find you? Because I'd actually, I, I, I serve for a couple different youth ministries, and I know some of them, uh, one of them, we just had a meeting this past Sunday about a good way that we can open up lines of communication between us and the youth uh, where it's, it's, it's not through like, you know, some of them are like, well, just message me on Instagram. And we're like, we don't want to message you on Instagram. <laughs> right, exactly, yeah. Yeah, no, we don't want to. Yeah, we don't want that either. <laughs> um, so the website is surveyhq.church, um, and that's really the reason why I built it. You know, I was doing college ministry, and they're like the the young ladies in the in my college ministry were not even minors, but I still don't want to be texting or Instagram messaging or Facebook messaging or whatever um, with people with women who are not my wife. Um, and there were some younger ones in that group, or you know, that were high schoolers coming up into. I definitely don't want to be, you know, texting with anybody that's under 18 in a private way that's not accountable. So that's one, really the main reason I built Huddle Up is to make that stuff safe to be able to still communicate directly and private, somewhat privately, 
but not completely privately without accountability. That that is that is awesome. And and you know, I've been out of the youth ministry, you know, uh, uh, ministry as a youth pastor, a youth minister, um, and haven't actually been serving. I, I've I've been traveling and speaking with youth groups as an evangelist, and uh, so. Um, Th- that's pretty awesome. I- I've never heard of that. And, and I'm- I'll-, I'll get the link from you. And so everybody listening knows I'll actually link that in our show notes, uh, because I think that is an awesome program. I think that that's amazing. And um, yeah, but thank you for doing that. Uh, <laughs> I'm overjoyed just to hear yeah. about that. <laughs> I'm not surprised you haven't heard about it. We just rolled it out um, finally, like, officially, publicly um, in November, December, uh, just a couple months ago. So um, it's not too many people know about it. There's only about 100 churches that are using it, and those are all churches that were already using our training software. We gave them early access. So it's fairly new, still brand new. We haven't really we haven't advertised it or told anybody about it. In fact, your podcast listeners will probably be, probably be, probably be the first ones to hear about it outside of our outside of our existing customers. So that's amazing, man. Um, uh, I I love the idea. I love the innovation. You know, um, you I, I've said this on the podcast before, but. Uh, you you may not know this uh, about me, but I am uh, I'm in the process of starting a basically a, a video commentary slash devotional uh, that will be sent directly to you through text message so that help them learn how to read the Bible. Uh, so anyway, oh, we cool. can get certain things into their hands, and, and we're going to do it through through an app as well too. And eventually, we hope to build our own app that will just will show up on 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 their phone. But we're we're by no far no means that far now. We're we're just in the video process of it, but. Um, as, as me as a youth, you know, I wanted to learn how to read the Bible. And one of the things that I talk to youth, youth about is why don't you read the Bible? And they're like, well, I don't really understand it. Or it seems complicated, you know, and if we break it down in thought process, the thought process, um, and get it out into their hands. Um, and then, you know, if a church buys it, you know, we're only charging $10 for the entire church or entire recovery group or whatever it is to, to get it. And one of the things that I've been thinking about is, I don't want to send on my private phone. I need to have a, a public phone or style and, um, you know, so that there is some sort of accountability uh, because that's always, right. been, that's always been in my mind as well, too, of how do we get this to a point to where it's not just me messaging, you know, a thousand kids, you know, uh, um, you know, so that nothing comes back uh, because we live in a world where that's a quite a, you know, uh, a relevant problem that we have. It, it's sad, but it, it truly is. It's very relevant, yeah. In fact, uh, a big part of our story, my wife and I, um, is that our marriage was broken, and God, you know, God did a miracle in our marriage, but our marriage was broken as a result of unaccountable communication. Um, and so and that was years ago, and I didn't have a vision at the time for this, you know, this tool to, to, to address that. But it's something that's been around ever since, you know, email and texting started becoming a thing. It's easy to have private, unaccountable conversations with people, and those private, unaccountable conversations aren't just a risk to youth; it's a risk to everyone involved, and in, in it even hurts those people that are around those relationships that are harmed. So, um, so yeah, that's I mean that kind of leads into the yeah. story of what God's done in, in my marriage yeah. and in my life. Well, that leads me into that. I was going to say that leads me into the question. So, what has God done amazing in your life? Well, I mean, he's done. Oh, he's got three beautiful kids, um, so he's done. <laughs> um, especially for someone who didn't want kids when in my early twenties, <laughs> did not like kids, mm-hmm. didn't want kids. Um, but uh, that all came after my marriage. I've been married for married my my high school sweetheart in two thousand five. We've been married for five or six years, 
and my wife started an, an inappropriate relationship with another man. I didn't know about it. That relationship, that relationship started on Facebook through messaging, catching up with an old friend kind of thing, um, and then turned into a long-term multi-month affair. And it now the hurt came out right at the same time that my, uh, the same weekend that my little sister passed away. Oh. And so I was broken. Uh, and I didn't really understand what the word broken meant until I experienced my marriage put apart. That's my thing. Uh, but I was broken in a way that it really took a long time, two full years for me to find my way back to any, any kind of remnant of faith in God again. Um, in, 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 in that time, my, you know, my wife repented, she forgave Um, I went in the place to forgive her. I was very bitter at God for taking my sister, very bitter at God for allowing my, what I'd been, what I thought was a good marriage to be broken by, um, by my wife and by this other man. And so I was just very angry and I was not ready to forgive her, even though she had done everything to earn my forgiveness and earn me back. Um, so I left actually my, she got pregnant. All right. We, we, we got pregnant, um, in the middle of all of this. And when, as soon as my son was born two weeks later, I left and, and moved out of the house. And, um, at the time I was planning on divorcing. Um, I was just too angry to, to, um, to see any, see any future, where God would, would heal me in a way that I could be with my family. Um, and somehow, I don't know how it all came together. I mean, this is the, the, the miracles that God works. You, it's really un, hard to understand. But he brought us, he softened my heart over eight months. Um, he softened my heart toward him. And really, he softened my heart toward my wife first. And then later on, through that, through seeing you know, how God had changed her, he softened my heart toward him. And he healed my marriage eight months later. Well, he started the process of healing my marriage eight months after I left. Um, and in the midst of me losing my job because of the separation, I had been working at Life Church up in Oklahoma and uh, working on uh, the Uversion Bible app as mm-hmm. a developer and product manager for the Uversion Bible app and uh, job, as well as the other things I was working on. I, I, we lost our home because I was no longer paying the mortgage. We lost everything as a result of this. And that deep brokenness, God, um, you know, God is uh, very skilled at using that brokenness to find us, for us to find healing and to to show himself in our lives. And so um, in June of that following year, we got back together and God started the healing process. That process took um, a number of years itself. Even Mm -hmm. after we kind of got back together, we took a long time to find healing. But of course now, uh, four years what was that? Sorry, you broke lives. up. You broke up real quick. How long was that? That was uh, that was, I guess, about nine years ago. Nine years ago that all of that started, and then we got back together seven years ago. Um, and so over the last seven years, we've had a couple more kids. Um, we've gone on a lot of adventures together, and we're in a better place in our marriage than we've ever been. But it took us going through a really hard time, and then finding or seeing God do a miracle of healing us both individually and together as a, as a married couple. Mm-hmm. So well, that's awesome. I mean, that, that not, not that you went through that. Um, you know, I, 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 <laughs> right. I have a background in, in, in some of the same stuff that you're talking about. Um, it mm-hmm. sucks being in it. I, I know I've been there. I, I, 
you know, questioned why God a lot, you know, <laughs> and and it, it just it hurts. Uh, but yeah. we understand that God has a purpose for us and, and we have hope, uh, uh, even if we don't see it in that time and even if we don't see it in that. And, and just, you know, thinking right now what you went through, if that can then blossom into something, you know, amazing like this app and like the communication thing that will help thousands of people for a long time. I, I am, I'm in, I'm, you know, in all that you can use, use that hurt to turn it into something extremely positive. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully. I mean, we'll, we're still seeing God move, um, move and use it. Even seven years later, eight years later, um, he's, he's still bringing broken couples to us to give them advice. He still mm-hmm. brings us uh, married couples who are, in the, of being broken and they feel it coming, but they don't, you know, they, they, they want to do something about it. So he's given my wife um, the opportunity to be a, a part of a local counseling ministry that counsels couples um, in a more formal setting. Um, and of course he's given me insight into a, a real problem that wasn't being addressed mm-hmm. in a way that we can address it with, uh, with tools to help um, churches to help their people to avoid situations like this, like, like, like we experience. Yeah. Well, you, you know, so he's still using it. you know, a lot of people say, you know, why did this happen? This is unfair. Um, you know, and, and to me, to me, it's, it's, it, it's sad that sometimes we don't realize that, look, we deserve so much worse. We do, but God gives us some, some great things. And although he may take us through some hard things or whatever, if we're faithful to him, he's going to produce, you know, something beautiful out of that. And yeah, it sucks. It hurts. Um, you know, just whatever it's go- whatever you're going through, um, you know, hurts. But that God can use something out of it, and you're you're living proof. The fact that you're able to use it, you know, now years later, uh, you know, that your wife's counseling, that that you're trying to make a difference in other people's lives. Um, uh, yeah, I, I I am I am just basically so thankful for for people like you who are willing to do that, willing to step up. And say, God, okay, where do we go from here? Mm-hmm. Well, thank you very much for sharing. And here at Amazed by God, we kind of like to end just to get to know you a little bit better. Is there any Bible story, character, or verse that um, you know touches your heart, uh, and why? Well, I don't typically. I don't. It's, that's a good question. I don't. Um, uh, what's the word associate or identify with too many Bible characters. Um, but my, my favorite chapter, I don't have a favorite verse either, but my favorite chapter is Colossians 1, and just talking about Jesus as the preeminent one, and the focus and the, the picture that, that Colossians 1 paints of Jesus is something for me that I tend to always go back to um, as, a, as a refocusing of what's important to me. Even when, you know, when my having a hard, because we still do have hard times in my marriage, so we're not like all honky-dory since then. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I can look to, for me, I look to Colossians 1, and I can see that, you know, whatever chaos is happening here, that Jesus is the foundation of creation. He was there, and that he is, he is beyond just the foundation. He's still the preeminent of all creation. He, therefore, if I serve him, I follow him, then I'm good. You know, I'm in with the Creator. I'm in with the one who is in control. And so... Colossians 1 is sort of my go-to passage for peace, for direction, for clarity and what I should be focusing on and what I should be caring about. Um, it's, it's my, you could say it's my life chapter, I guess. Mm-hmm. If you have a life verse or a life chapter, it's Colossians 1. 
That, that's awesome. Colossians is, is is a fascinating book to me, and and uh, I'll, I'll 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 share my age here. Um, in two thousand and one, I believe it was, uh, I was at a Passion One Day conference <laughs> when I was in college. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and Luke Iglio s- spoke at 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 that one day, um, which I don't think he did many of the one days back then. And he said, "Hey, I want all of you to memorize Colossians. Just memorize it, the whole book." Um, and, he, and he challenged every one of us to laminate, to go to print it offline, laminate Colossians, and put it in our shower. And, you know, <laughs> since 2001, I've had the same copy of Colossians laminated and in my shower. Um, every place I've moved off. since then, and, you know, it gets wet and it's laminated, so it just sticks to the wall. So when I'm having, when I feel like I'm having a rough day, when things didn't start off well, you know, or I had a rough day at work and I want to come home and just shower, I'll stick Colossians and I'll read a portion of Colossians um, in my shower. I know that's probably way too much information. And everybody comes over to my house and is like, <laughs> why do you have a Bible in your shower? I was like, it's just, it, it was something that I was challenged to do. And it was something that, that a book that has meant so much to me over the years uh, for the exact reason that you talked about. Um, and uh, yeah, so anybody out there, if you want to, you can go have it laminated at, you know, any Office Depot or Staples and they'll stick to your wall while you're showering. You can read the Bible. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, anyway, uh, I know that was a little weird, uh, getting, uh, back to, you know, just kind of who you are. Is there any song, you know, Christian, non that has touched you? Cause music kind of moves us in a different way. C- music moves us in, in ways that other things don't. Uh, is there anything that our listeners can go out and listen to, uh, that has touched you over the years? Well, I don't know about over the years, but at the moment I, I'm, I'm digging, um, this is odd. I'm thinking two different things. So there's the, he is worthy. I think that's what you call it. Um, by Chris Tomlin. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so, or is, it's called, is he worthy or he is worthy? I'm not sure. Um, it's the responsive song where there's sort of like a, sort of like, um, yeah, with the one. refrain. Uh, yes. The refrain. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's my favorite worship song at the moment. And then, and I, I gotta say, I really like what God is doing in Kanye West life and his album that came out last mm-hmm. year. Um, and there's a lot of truth, even though it's obviously a young Christian who's still sort of trying to figure it all out in the midst of being a immensely famous person. But clearly, God got a hold of his heart and is is moving in him to make a difference and to have an impact and to spread spread the gospel in the way that God has gifted and shaped and designed Kanye. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I've been listening, and my kids also like the Chick Fil A song. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. You know, uh, being in the group that we kind of met in uh, was very Kanye-centered for a little while. Yeah. But, uh, um, you know, and, and there's two sides of that story, but I, I'm definitely on your camp. You know, he, you know, we need we need to give him a little bit of a, we need to give him a little bit of a leadway because, yes, he's a new Christian. Uh, but I know at least one person who came to church and has gotten saved uh, because of that album. And so I, I don't care whatever, whatever else happens, that one person got saved from it. Um, I think it will go on to do bigger and better things. And I hope that he, 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 he sticks with it, of course. But uh, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's an awesome thing. So yeah, if you haven't listened yeah, to the Kanye, you know go ahead. No matter what, like anybody who lifts up the name of Jesus and glorifies God with their, the gifts that they have, with the talents they have, man, if they don't get all the doctrine right, there's some doctrine there I don't agree with. If they don't get all the doctrine right or all the freezing or... If he's not completely humble, he still says he's the best artist that's ever lived. <laughs> like all of the, all, not every piece has to fall into place for me to be like, you know what? He's glorifying God, mm-hmm. lifting up the name of Jesus. 
I'm on board with that. So that's my yeah. perspective on it. You know, I, I my best friend uh, who helps me out a lot. He's on, he's kind of on the board of directors for for my ministry. Uh, him and I disagree theology wise on a couple couple things that he is like hardcore on, you know, and I, I just always look at him and go, yeah, God could still use you, you know, <laughs> joking around, you know? Um, and I think that's, <laughs> that's the way I feel with, with, with somebody like Kanye, you know, I hope God just gets a hold of him and uses him. You know, we shouldn't expect that he knows everything. Uh, Paul for, right. you know, Paul went out and, and spent three years going, I'm not even worthy enough to be around the disciples and, and, and had to learn. So, uh, and this is somebody who wrote yeah. the majority of the New Testament. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm very happy to see somebody in the public eye glorifying God. And 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 you know, there's going to be some problems. You know, everybody slips and falls, and unfortunately, his will probably be public if it ever happens. Um, yeah. You know, and we got to just keep moving on. But the fact of what he's doing is, is great. So, um, well, it, it was a pleasure having you on here. I I absolutely love that testimony. Thank you. Yep. Appreciate it. I appreciate you inviting me on to share it. We uh, love, I, I love telling that story about what God did in our marriage to, to, to make us stronger today than we were 10 years ago. Yep. And uh, anybody out there that's listening that would like to learn more about the app, like I said, I'll, I'll, I'll get the link and I'll put it in the show notes. And uh, so for Amazed by God, brought to you by Through God's Library, this is your host, Mark Stitchin, and we will see you next Monday. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a five-star rating and don't forget to subscribe. Thank you for listening.